Hey there, and welcome to episode 21 of Cast Reflect. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell Luke the Truth Jennings. Hello, hello. How you doing? You right? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Good. Well, we've also got another little guest with us today, haven't we? Mr. James Lugosi. How you doing, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome, mate. We've wanted to do this for a little while, so we're... Uh, pleased to finally have you on how are you you right yeah just ask me but yeah a pleasure (laughs) right cutting this off (laughs) (laughs) fuck this guy (laughs) uh it's been ages mate i haven't haven't we haven't hung out or spoke for a long time no i heard you were at uh 1975 is it 75 1975 yeah 1975 yeah 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 i saw uh bizzle there yeah, and uh, was it Adam Smith that was there? Yeah, Adam, yeah. Yeah, Josh was trying to figure out who it was for ages. And, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we realised it was Adam Smith. He, yeah, he's a friend of the show, mate, Adam. Yeah, I know you yeah. stitched up Bizzle on this podcast that Adam listens to. <laughs> well, like, he yeah. said he looked different now. He had no hair. Yeah, the barber gave him a shit haircut before oh, really? he went so, to yeah, da- It's not Bizzle, it's the barber that um, destroyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam's hair was fucked up by the barbers in Newport, so he buzzed it off. There's so many hairdressers in, on the Isle of Wight, but no good ones, right? There's, it's hard to find one. What are you trying to say, mate? You're trying to say my hair doesn't look very good. I don't know. I just heard, I've just heard things about barbers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, they're like ten a penny, aren't they, on the Isle of Wight? Yeah. But- the one I go to in Carisbrook's all right. Well, I think it is anyway. You might not agree, but well, you look like it's fine. If there's any listeners who are do... barbers, I apologise now. <laughs> do they, do they specialise in uh, Elvis haircuts, Josh? Uh, the guy I go to does, yeah, specifically, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say though that the the mic that my headset is probably making it look a little bit more Elvis than it actually yeah. is. <laughs> but um, big in the front, yeah. small in the yeah. middle, big in the back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I suppose. You don't really go to the barbers often, do you, Connell? Because you're probably on a one hand, is it? How many cuts you got left? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't ready for that. <laughs> you started it. You started it. You said it looked like Elvis Presley, mate, and he's dead. So, right. Anyway, <clears throat> Elvis is dead. So, we're, we're going to have this is going to be like an open episode. It's not. It's not got much of a structure. We're not going to do a reflex selects. We've got James on to tell us a little bit about what he does, what he's been doing, what what else he's got in the pipeline. (laughs) (laughs) More of these. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, what? So, what are you currently? What are you currently up to, mate? You've got your me. Um, I I do a band now. Called definitely not haunted. Uh, nice. Got three songs online. Check that out on Spotify, Deezer, wherever um, DistroKid uploads that stuff. Um, Apple Music, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, doing now we got a gig on Tuesday, so I don't know if I should even bother saying that because I don't know when this comes out. But uh, this will go out on the Friday after, mate. So. Um. So, but yeah, then we will have another gig that isn't announced yet, which would be on the twenty fifth of august with i think 25th it's weird that they're both on the 25th so maybe it's not but 
but right. the dead notes oh, I think are okay are good no they're great I think <laughs> I was gonna say you better pick him up mate because uh, you never know he's gonna listen to this this podcast might explode over the next week this might be the episode where people yeah. actually start listening to it yeah Oh, what, right, sort of, okay, what cool. sort of music is it then? I'm Give us a little ask, rundown. Yeah. What of um, definitely not haunted or the Dead Note? No, definitely nah, not your haunted. Band. We're not here to be there, are we? I guess it's like folk punk. It's very I, in my. It, I guess it sounds very similar to Murder House, but like in, in my head, it's like completely different because the lyrics and the context is really different. I think like when I wrote um, one when I wrote the songs, I was like, oh my god, like. I haven't written about a girl. I haven't written about like alcohol. I haven't written about how I'm like a loser. Like, oh my god, I've, like I've written a new form of like a new genre of music. I've like, evolved, yeah. And uh, but considering Murphy just thought the band was Murder House for ages, um, with, until I told him which having a new name. Um, I guess we don't sound that different. <laughs> okay. And just to clarify as well, that's not me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah talking yeah. to another guy called Murphy. That's, yeah, what, uh, what, do you, what do you go by, Josh or Murphy on this podcast? Josh, just Josh, mate. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, who's like your like band wise? Who have you who have you taken inspiration from? Um, I I got really into Elliot Smith during lockdown. Um, nice, I, good time to get into Elliot Smith in yeah. it when the world's like fucking falling apart. I watched um, so like. You know how lockdown was where it felt normal to watch like a movie at like seven in the morning. I, I watched the documentary yeah. before I did my call center job and I was so inspired. Um, so whilst I was doing my call center job, which isn't my job anymore, but I was like on the phones selling these vouchers to like old ladies or whatever, <laughs> uh, whilst riffing on the guitar and then when you'd make a sale you got like at least like a minute of like non-microphone time like non-talking on the phone time yeah that's when i would like try and bash out some lyrics and then and then as soon as that minute was over i'd be like riffing again whilst like talking to an old lady and then (laughs) every now and again i'd actually like accidentally sit like be like and then the person would be like hello hello who's this and then um by the end of that shift, I'd like finish the whole song, and that song is on the EP, which I'm quite proud of. That's, that's wicked. Cool. That's that's such a like an interesting way to write a song. Like, yeah, I literally didn't um, tell anyone that until I got some positive feedback on the recording because I was like, this could even mean that this song was awful or <laughs> nice. A good song. Yeah, usually though, I find like a lot of really good songs I've written in kind of. Are like unorthodox ways, you know what I yeah. mean? Like you like they just come to you when you're not like when you're kind of least expecting it and you just smash it out and actually fucking hell, this is this is pretty good. It's yeah, pretty like good. especially during that time I like really forced myself to write because I'd like taken such a long break from it. And um so like I spent like hours trying to strain some sort of juice like some sort of like good sounding juice out of my brain and it just wouldn't work and then like you said I'd be like doing something else and then that's when it would like appear yeah 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 sick so what's the song called um six hour nightmare romantic no 
six hour romantic no six hour nightmare romantic comedy or no six hour romantic nightmare comedy something like <laughs> some combination of I'm trying read... trying to make this edit harder deliberately I read <laughs> I, I saw a review of um but I was afraid that Ari Aster movie or it was like a yeah. pre-review before it came out and it was like Ari Aster has made a four hour nightmare romantic comedy and I was like right. No, Nightmare Comedy, sorry. And yeah, yeah. Like, nightmare Comedy sounds amazing. I need to fit that into a song. And nice. like, so yeah, and six hours because it actually took six hours to write. Right, okay. Uh, I get it, I get it. Nice. Yeah. All these things just... It's all up here, isn't it? Yeah. It's all up here. All Love it. Easter eggs that I'm the only person that thinks are cool. So, and this is the... this Is, is this the first time you're telling... Yeah, it's first well, the in inside story. Exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive scoop. Cast Reflect, the the famous music podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These gamers are gonna be like what? They're gonna be like, nah, mate, to be fair though. Like a lot of people that play video games are well into music, aren't they? So yeah. yeah. And the band is what are they called again, sorry? Definitely not haunted. Definitely not haunted. Cool. So, everyone sometimes people were like, um oh, like Miss Hero and like, oh, that's really cool. Definitely not haunted. That's such a good name. <laughs> oh, no, it's definitely not definitely, it's definitely, definitely. Yeah. So then, other than music, what else? What else are you doing? You're you're sort of semi pro amateur, semi amateur wrestler now, like full time. Is that time? me or is that you? Because my you sounded crazy then. Uh, I don't know. I think it might it might have just been on your end. Oh my end, okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Right. That's right. You sounded like That's a robot. Um, oh, it's probably my mic. Uh, so, yeah, I so during post lockdown, whilst doing his call center job, actually, I was um, forever just googling wrestling schools, hoping a school in Brighton would just appear, even though I knew that that I knew from the first Google attempt where everything was. And um, soon as stuff opened up again in like 2021, I just started training in Haven for quality wrestling. And then since then, I have been an on and off professional in quotation marks wrestler. Because I don't know if anyone knows this, but... The real wrestling is called amateur wrestling and the fake stuff is pro wrestling. So Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So very pro wrestling of pro wrestling to call itself pro wrestling. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just to clarify, yeah. So because uh, I I've said to Connell before on the podcast we've spoken about a couple of wrestling games like that, he, that he's been playing. I was never into wrestling cuz I never had Sky. Yeah, when I was younger, so I kind of never grew up watching it on like the American channels and that sort of thing because like all I had was like channels one, two, three, and four. So I never ever grew up with any affinity for wrestling. So like, what's why do you, like why what's so good about it? Like, why do you guys love it so much? I think like I think it's very easy to get sucked in um, if you're into like I think like part of me that loves like just performance and like part of me that like loves live music like 
It's not like I listened to like Alice Cooper or any of those sort of band. <laughs> but I yeah. think if I saw it live, I'd be like in awe. Like, oh my god, he's just walked yeah. out of like a twenty foot coffin. Oh my god, and there's like it's the spectacle. Yeah, yeah. the spectacle. Mm. Yeah. I think that that was like the first thing that drew drew me to it. And um, I think I am a sucker for like just watching fights <laughs> or like yeah. like I. Like, I've been watching the Mission Impossible movies, and, like, Mission Impossible 2 sucks, but, like, yeah. the fight at the end was, like, incredible. I was, like, oh my, I was, like, one, like, this whole two hours of just Tom Cruise just having long, floppy hair and kind of <laughs> just driving around on a motorbike was saved by him just getting, like, kicked in the head. And, like... Uh, <laughs> but also, like, I love choreograph fights i don't love like i've watched ufc every now and again and just been like why is this match only two minutes where was the comeback <laughs> like what? yeah 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 where's <laughs> the drama yeah yeah um yeah, and i think it's the drama of it uh that has just sucked me in and i think um i think you could all appreciate like just like getting sucked into like the nerdum of like needing to yeah. know like everything about this and i think because like wrestling has such a rich like history like good and bad like you can go down the true crime route you can go down the cheesy route you can go down so many different scopes is like it's all over the world like japanese wrestling mexican wrestling and even like you can go down the rabbit hole of like just looking down like brit like britain's like uh history within wrestling um yeah and I think it's just really, really easy to just get obsessed with it. Yeah. I love that aspect of it. The um, So in the, in the build-up to this podcast, I've been watching loads of wrestling videos online and playing a lot of uh, AW Fight Forever, which we'll talk about in a bit. But um, the the true crime aspect of it that you mentioned. Yeah. I love that. Like, when you... So what, when you... What, what, is, what is this? Because in, in my head, like wrestling because i don't know much about it wrestling's just like it's the amalgamation of just like the performance it's like a bit of a soap it's it's cheesy like all those sort of like stereotypes that have come around it but what do you mean by true crime like like, sorry go on for instance like from like the 60s to possibly like the late 90s early 2000s like these like wrestlers like they believed their own shit like they were like really um a lot of people there was a lot of egos there still is egos in wrestling now like um i don't know like we might get to cm punk stuff like that happened like last year but like behind the scenes is a lot of egos and a lot of interesting characters like good and bad where like vice have like jumped on this where there's like i think there's like four seasons now of like dark side of the ring where it's literally like a true uh half half an hour to 40 minute true crime doc where even they have like re like reenactments and it's very um very kind of like nostalgic old school way of like storytelling of true crime but like uh yeah so there's like a lot of dark shady characters within wrestling like kind of like because it was very similar to like old rock star like you see a lot of like shady stuff coming out about like rock stars in like the 70s and 80s where we all kind of knew it but like in this yeah. world it's kind of it's 
become a lot more a lot more people uh the exposure's there is yeah the exposure's there yeah. and like um like you can't and, fucking hide from from anything can yeah you? like jake the snake roberts like his story was told in aronofsky movie the wrestler that was all like basically inspired by him and i there's like just a lot of really really in without getting too dark immediately like murder <laughs> cover-ups like assaults like all these stuff is very within this like sort of like carny world of wrestling that's like is if you're into that sort of like true crime stuff that is an aspect that's really like it's, it's just there's a lot of characters and a lot of yeah, yeah. also even like <clears throat> even even um ones that aren't particularly dark well i mean they are dark in their own little way but not like dark as in harrowing um but like things like when the rock first started out and yeah uh sean michaels and triple h were like used to do everything they could to try and bury him to stop him yeah getting his big shot um in the, in his career because they wanted that for triple h sort of thing so they would do loads of shit behind the scenes to try and stitch him up so he wouldn't get bookings and stuff like that so this is gonna sound really ignorant and probably naive as i said before like because i'm completely disassociated with it like is that is that real yeah like were they were they trying to like fuck him over to yeah that's what i mean it's like gain well, like to further their own career sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. it's like someone they knew he because they saw him as a threat kind of thing yeah like wrestling like it's full of egos and and like so like like when you say bury as well like that's another aspect of wrestling where there's just this whole like there's this whole language like bury is to like yeah uh kind of um to he would lose he or she they would lose multiple times and that's like a burying and like right in wrestling like with like stories are told by winning and losing and if you want to look like hulk hogan you will constantly win to the point where in his contract he had like a no lose policy he was the only person right. who could decide if he would lose or not and um, i think like that's only probably 20 years i think that's changed but like yeah like uh there's just like a lot of egos and yeah just like a whole rich uh history like there's a movie coming out this year called uh, iron claw with like zach afron the guy who's the the dude from the bear um and that's about like the von eric family oh yeah yeah jeremy allen white is it yeah that's about the von eric family where like it was just really tragic and like every member of that family basically died and there's just like a dark like fuck like cursed past with them and yeah yeah, i think yeah it's there it's a thing that it's just you can easily just go down the rabbit hole and i think like when i first like i didn't i like dropped out of wrestling like not like my fandom like when i joined high started high school and i think not until i was like maybe like like 2014 or like something like that that's when i got back into it and i think those years were just like kind of just trying to catch up and googling and yeah yeah yeah. late nights just watching like every match that i'd missed or going down people's careers like it's just really easy it's like filling in all the like the lore and stuff that you've missed isn't it over the over the it's weird because i think you see that happen quite a lot don't you like you get into it when you're really young then you sort of 
get to high school and you, I think it becomes this thing where you either commit to it and you just, you're like, I fucking love wrestling. I don't care. Or you, you get to high school and you're like, Oh no, like you're so impressionable and you're, and yeah, you're worried I about think... how you come across and you're like, Oh, maybe wrestling's a bit, you know, it was more like, I just think I just was more obsessed with music. Like it was just like, mm. yeah, I think I've always kind of been that way. I've, I've got like more obsessions now, but like stuff, it, it just suddenly just wasn't important and like in being in the uk it was so hard to like catch up with it anyway like yeah it was on at like 10 o'clock at night or like even later on like a school night and yeah it was just it was hard to and yeah like i just got obsessed with like music and don't know like drinking or whatever like silly teenage things that you get into i like <laughs> yeah it was like, as soon as I turned like 14, I thought it was an adult anyway. So like... <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what I want to know as well is, so your wrestling character that you fight under, um, James Lugosi, right? Yeah. What's Dracula. your... The Draculad, exactly. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about that. What's, what's your influence and what is the, you know, who is the Draculad? So like, it took me so long to come up with a character. Um, like when... when it gets not that long, but as soon as I started training, we would do this, they do this introduction and like every, every week you introduce yourself and you share your ring name and, and like what your character is. And then like, just with every um, week, they're like asking a question. It was like kind of an icebreaker thing. So it meant like immediately I had to think about it. Like, so, uh, and like the guy giving me a lift, um, would he was he was only started a week before me and he was like mm. all in he had his gear he had his ring name he had his character thing and like yeah you know, he would ask me and like i said this to you last week the only wrestling name i thought of was daddy fuck boy thompson so like he <laughs> like, was like a, like a wrongen like a promiscuous wrongen and like Telling that to this person that I just met just really he just it just went <laughs> over his head. I yeah, was like, I need to think and like quality wrestling is very family friendly, so I was like, this isn't gonna go down. Probably yeah. can't get away with that. <laughs> yeah. With old Danny Fuckboy Thompson. <laughs> and so I was just like, okay. And um and so yeah, like uh so like for weeks months i was trying to figure think of something and um there's this guy called jordan breaks who was based in brighton who's like been wrestling for like five years and like we ran into each other in tesco and i said that i was training and he asked me if i wanted to just do some like random training with him and we just did it in the park like down the street from my house because it was like that's cool still kind of at me and he showed me this like wrestling spot which was like take like which was like a, a a bit a selection of moves for the people who don't know what a wrestling spot is, and um, it was taken from Zack Sabre Junior, who's like a British wrestler, a bit of a lad, and I was like, I love, I was like, I like that energy. Like, how can I, how can I take that and make it my energy? Because I always thought of myself as being a good guy, or like I don't know, <laughs> it was hard to. What your rest your wrestling. Yeah, it was hard. Character. To, yeah, it's hard to be like, what am I, a good guy or a bad guy? And um, 
And then I was literally like walking to Lidl or something. And I remembered um, that um, Creeper, other band, their other band, like Will's other band called Salem, they have a song called Draculads. And I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm a Draculad. And then um, <laughs> I literally just heard someone talking about Bella Lugosi like a few days later and was like, just rode them together and was like, James Lugosi. Yeah, that works. And yeah, that's yeah. it. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's wicked. Was. So, how's the how's the wrestling career kind of shaping up? Have you have you bulked up or like because you've always been like skinny? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I have, think you, I've have you, have you bulked up? And... I get compliments every now and again. It's always when um, right. it's always my back. Everyone say I look broader. Um, right. Yeah, like uh, it's it's pretty. The wrestling's pretty on and off at the moment because like it's mad. Like. So if I'm fay free, it it hurts. And like <laughs> it just gets it, worse, doesn't it? The way it describe <laughs> describe it is like so like we started playing music as like as early as we could, like teenage early teenage years. It's it feels like um I've picked up a guitar again and I wanna play a gig at well, I wanna start learning how to gig and, and all this stuff at Fay Free. So I'm taking yeah. it a lot slower than like a, a lot of other people, but like, um, I'm at that age where I should, and I have a <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I I'm not gonna be setting up a ring um, and hanging out at a venue for ten hours for free um, unless I yeah. really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's absolutely fair enough. So taking a few like some stuff yeah yeah that's fair enough and like you said if you've got the band again yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're you're starting to snowball and that that's obviously taking up your time yeah what about like the future then do you want to do it just yeah. like you said on and off to start yeah, with and then when, see where yeah, it goes just do, it when, just do it when i want and like um yeah i think i'll be i'm gonna be taking up training again in like in winter but like uh, i still do like i did a match against uh world famous Peppa Pig um a few <laughs> last month, which was really random. It was yeah. it was my first singles match, which was really funny, and first uh Brighton hometown show. Uh, yeah. so like I was helping out this uh place called this uh um thing called uh, Fist Club. It's like fifty percent drag, fifty percent wrestling and um no one was based in Brighton, so I said I, I'd I like messaged him was like I can fly for you, whatever, can help out. And then on the day of the show, they had some extra flyers that was needed to give to them. And someone had phoned in sick, and they asked me if I could do it. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Uh. And then um, twenty minutes later, they told me it would be against Pepper Pig, and uh, yeah, I couldn't turn that down. Um, so who's uh, other than other than the like kids cartoon, yeah. who is he? Like, is he big shot? Local Pepper big shot? Pig. Is he? You you you're thinking of the right thing, Josh. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, Pepper so. Pig was a pig. It was like, um, so Pepper <laughs> Pig. So the person came out in um in a mask, in right. a big, big mask, um, <laughs> and they. Uh, they come out. I'm a plant, 
So that's why I didn't go under the name James Negocio was uh, Mick Foliage. So it was just in the crown. <laughs> and uh, they're like, does anyone want to wrestle Peppa Pig? And I'm like, me, me. And um, I come out. Um, I can't remember what song I came out to. And I'm a bit like, I'm a bit reserved. I, was, I, I know I was a, like, no one knows this yet, but I'm a good guy. And <laughs> so, Not very I'm exclusive. Like, I'm like well up for it. I, sh- I shake everyone's hand, and then they remove the pup, the mask, and Peppa Pig is like a demon with like multiple eyes. They spit out blood, and oh, um, and then they just beat the shit out of me for ten minutes, and then I lose. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was great. Oh, mate. That, was, that sounds uh, awesome. A highlight of my career, of my wrestling career. That's sick. Love that. I remember like when I came down to Brighton, I think, a few years ago, we went to a wrestling show. I can't remember where it was. I stayed I stayed at yours, Con. Um, it was uh, Riptide. Riptide, that was it. Yeah, and Ross was there, like, weirdly. Like, my brother was there, and he was, like, watching wrestling. <laughs> it's really weird. But, yeah, that was class. Like, that's it the first. It was best. in that venue as well. So, like, that's why, and I always wanted to wrestle there. So, I was, like, yeah. I was in some boxes. This is great. yeah. No, it was oh, awesome, man. Oh, where you wrestled was the same as where Riptide was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Didn't that was the only reason I couldn't turn it down. That's I feel cool. like I feel like the fire alarm went off or something. Like yeah, in the middle Will of that Osprey show and we all had to go out for like twenty minutes and then come back in. Yeah, Will Osprey acted as like the fire safety man. Fire marshal, like, yeah. A, a giant star in in rest he was he was quite famous then, but like he is like to think like to be in a close, personal, silly moment with that wrestler, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Oh, mate, that's wicked. So yeah. uh, that's really exciting, man. I'm, I can't wait to see like what, what you do with it. What yeah, with well, it I want to wrestle on the Isle of Wight and get that belt that has the Isle of Wight on it and then like stamp on it or something. <laughs> or just <laughs> do that thing that they used to do in WWE where like, yeah, you just go, like, you just go face face and then just like, <laughs> turn on the crowd immediately. <laughs> steal the Isle of Wight championship and bring it to Brighton yeah literally I'm from Woke Brighton we only eat <laughs> vegan food here but yeah just double down on that that would be amazing so it's kind of segueing kind of out of wrestling obviously this is a video game podcast normally <laughs> what like what sort of you're not a massive video game guy, but you obviously played, you know, we used to obviously play games together a lot, like around Tristan's and that. Like, what what sort of games are you into other than wrestling games? I'm a big, like, click and uh, play guy. I love, a, love like, st- love video games based on, like, storylines and stuff like that. Um, I really liked uh, this game called, like, Norco. Norco? Like, I uh, played that recently. It was, like, a proper... It was an indie one and like it was a bit buggy, but it looked really, really cool. It was like an 8-bit sort of everything was written, kind of reminded me of like Dungeons and Dragons a little bit somehow, because I guess because of all the reading. Um, right. And that game is really cool. I really recommend that game. I, I really like um, just stuff like Alan Wake, like any sort of uh, game that kind of feels like I'm watching a movie, but I'm like... yeah controlling it like i'm a sucker for those so i'm playing 
weirdly started Alan Wake remastered yesterday with Carl. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I've never because I never had an Xbox growing up, so this is the first time I played it, and it's and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's really really good. Like I loved it. I when I when it came out, I got like um, I remember being just a sucker for that game for some reason when it came out and got like the big came in a big book and it had like, like a figure. No, it was just like the video game case was just a giant book. And oh right, yeah, because he's a writer, yeah, yeah, and like. I don't know why playing because I replayed it recently, and that's why I thought of it. Um, the narration really reminds me of Garth Marenghi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's got yeah. that kind of like weird. It kind of ruined it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, me and Carly were like we didn't say Garth Marenghi, but we were like it's it's so it's sort of you can't quite put your finger on it. It's like quite whimsical in it in the way yeah. it's written. And like remedy, the developers, like obviously they did max Payne as well. And that's like a lot of self. Well, it's, it's just a monologue yeah, all the time, like in between the levels. And it's like written like really cheesily. And like, I think they just do that, that, that really well. Are you going to, you're going to get, yeah, it's, it's so good. Like not enough games do that. Like it can come across a bit, shit sometimes i think if you don't get it right but i feel like they always do a good job i swear though like so i i played we played about an hour last night like we just got to the um the town like it's very twin peaks in it yeah exactly and we just got to the cabin it's like the nap like... lady instead of the log lady <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah um it's on the nose yeah. But yeah, it's it's fucking weird. It's really weird. But I like it. I like it when games, you know, throw you off kilter a little bit. Yeah, that's my so policy. I just Google, I, every now and again, I'll Google video games like Twin Peaks and I will play <laughs> that list. So like other story games, you like kind of, that's your, if you play a game, it's kind of narrative driven. Yeah. You're, yeah, not, you're not a sports game, like first no. person shooter. Like, it's like I have been it's playing, got a good Moon, no, what's that uh, farm game that came out on N64 years ago? Um, Animal Crossing. Harvest Moon. Harvest, Harvest Moon. Moon, yeah, I've been playing that a lot. <laughs> yeah, mate, nice. Harvest Moon's sick. <laughs> Harvest it's Moon's so sick. weird. You... Like, the storylines uh, that aren't your storylines, like you walk in a room and it would be like um, a person talking about, like it would be like a breakup in a relationship or something going on between two people who live in a town. Or like you <laughs> yeah. walk in on just random shit and then it just never like they never follow through with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it like yeah. out of nowhere, be playing it for like twenty hours and then just like then suddenly something happens. Are you playing it on are you playing the N sixty four version? Yeah, it's on um the the PS now thing or the PlayStation Plus, whatever it's called now. Oh right, right, yeah, got ya, got ya. Nice. So then wrestling games, are you guys obviously well, Connor, I know you played a lot of wrestling games. You've been playing the new one. What is it? Yeah. AEW? AEW Fight Forever. So what's it like and how does it compare to older wrestling games? It's So it's meant to be like the spiritual successor of No Mercy that came out on N64. It's like, I think maybe even the same en- engine or something like that. I don't really know anything about video games. So like, <laughs> <laughs> Glad we got you on, <laughs> mate. <laughs> but like, um, so like, 
It won't be on the same engine, I can tell you that. It won't be, yeah. It won't be. Okay. <laughs> no, but, no, I'm just winding you up. I'm just winding you up. So it's a spiritual successor, is it, to like the older... So yeah, like the, these... Um, I think it's like THQ that used to do WWE and now does yeah. it. And um, it's like No Mercy was like a video game that I think has had a comeback like during like the internet because people can discuss about like how good that video game used to be or whatever. And I think um, Kenny Omega, who is um, on the AEW roster and is like an MVP or whatever that they call it um, in AEW, he's also like quite quite big in the video game space a little bit. Like he's uh, been in, he does all that stuff. Like all those things that you watch, where they talk and about video games, and you guys get excited. He, he... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was in. He was in one of the Yakuza games. Yeah. Um. He. So like, it's in good hands, and like, it's definitely, I think, made in the heart to be an enjoyable video game. Where I think WWE is kind of like a simulation. It's like this it, it kind of is like this is what a match is and this is what it's like where right. i think aw is like a lot of button bashing it's got like it's a bit more arcadey feel yeah to it. exactly yeah. And it's even got like an yeah. arcadey look which is like it i think like it's faults like are like created by people being used to wwe style of video game for so long where right. it's like everything needs to look like exactly like the wrestler or everything needs to look exactly how a match would be where or like you run out of energy so you've run out of energy forever where it just feels like an aw like it's kind of like tekken it's like more of a bam, yeah bam bash game right well so have you have you played quite a lot of it the two of you have you played yeah, it together played career mode a few times now <laughs> right so you're enjoying it then yeah i think it's pretty good i think it's it's definitely an alternative and um because i got the the latest wwe game last year and i was surprised that i enjoyed it and i think those games are really good to like i love a good shut your brain off game where i can kind of yeah. put a podcast on and like have other entertainment on in the background and be stimulated by all these different things yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and uh i think like i think aw the those their version of it is a lot more fun and doesn't take itself too seriously where like I think the WWE games are and it's just really hard to compare it and I think the faults of it are born out of like comparison or comparing it yeah yeah it sounds a bit like kind of like Gran Turismo is like a driving simulator yeah but Need for Speed's just a fun driving game where you can make your car go like 300 miles an hour like round a corner and it's just fun, but it's not an accurate representation of what it is to actually fucking drive a car. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, that it's like is. that kind of level. Because you kind of, I don't, I don't know if I'm mincing your words, but I thought I thought you said a couple of weeks ago you weren't huge on it to start with. Yeah, so I, I think I've done two playthroughs of the campaign or the career mode now, uh, once with a created wrestler and once with Scorpio Sky. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've done loads of the exhibition stuff on it. Um, 
So you play quite a bit. Of it, I've, pre- I've done. I've pretty much done everything it's got to offer now. Right. I think I was the 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 issues that I had with it and still have with it are like on things that I wanted it to do differently or better than WWE games historically have, and they didn't do those things. But like the customization being one, like when you create your own wrestler and stuff, it's quite limited. And obviously they can add more stuff like that in at a later date. Um, and honestly, after playing it for a bit and looking into it, it makes me feel like maybe they were pushed to get it out because they're now adding in, um, next month they're adding in a stadium stampede game mode, which is basically a battle royale. Yeah, so there's right. 30 people in a stadium and you can run around, pick up weapons and you've got to like, Get each other oh, out of the stadium sick. and last person stand wins. That's that cool. should have been in it since day one. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So basically, you know the I mean? vibe with the game is, I think, is going to be like you buy this game and you own it for. I think they're just going to be adding to it for years. Yeah, yeah. just dropping DLC like over time. Yeah, and um, I think like it's weird because it's very. There's so many weird choices in it, like. William Regal is in it, and he's not in AEW anymore. And like, that's weird. Like, he's like the voiceover, like the instruction guy. You know how like Bruce. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, Campbell's like the voice in Spider Man, like the Spider Man one, and be like, "You need to go up here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like what William Regal's doing. And they could have just got rid of that. (laughs) Like he's (laughs) and just got someone else in to do it. Yeah, and like. Cody Rhodes is, is famous in WWE now. I was going to ask you this. Halfway through the career mode, you just fight him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that's really <laughs> it's random. Just random. What, um, what, what, what's the story? Like, maybe keep it separate from this and we'll go into it in a minute. Why did Cody Rhodes go back to WWE? Um, he's kept that a secret. But I, they were, basically, the crowd actually turned on him. Um, so like, he wanted to be a good guy. People just kept booing him. That was kind of weird. And then his contract came up in real life. And everyone was like, oh, it's just a rumor. He won't go to WWE. And then um, two months later, he was in WWE. It was it was quite wild. Um, especially he create. he's one of like the main creators of AEW to like jump ships like that. It was a, it was a wild time. Yeah. So he like basically founded it and then went yeah. back to WWE. Yeah. So what's 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 the what are they? They're two different entities. What's the difference between them? Are w- they just two separate wrestling like franchises. Yeah. So like WWE is like has had the monopoly on pro wrestling since two thousand and one when they bought WCW. So there was there's always there was two wrestling companies, and then the only company to work at was WWE until 2019 when AEW was like started and um it basically AEW was born out of like an idea of like people being tired of this style of wrestling this product that ate it's like it's like if we all we got was marvel movies forever and we never had a dc movie for like 12 years or whatever, or 20 years. Right, okay. Suddenly DC came back and everyone was They're like, the comic book oh, guys. Oh, shit. Yeah. DC's, DC's here. And back, yeah. they've got the, all their stuff is completely different to Marvel and they're doing it this way. And that's how AEW was kind of born. And I think, like, 
I think that's a positive way to like look at the video game. Is like, oh, we have two wrestling video games. One's this, yeah. Style, one's that style. It's like with like as a fan, um, I'm just drowning in content. It's hard to like keep up with it. Well, that typically is always a good thing, isn't it? Like competition yeah, usually exactly. brings out the best in the other companies. Like, you know, football games, stuff like that, first-person shooters, if they've always had direct competition, they always usually go, well, they did that really fucking well, so let's maybe incorporate that into our next game. Yeah. Do you think they'll do, like, I know you said about them, you kind of see it as uh, like four or five-year game, well, they just dropped DLC for it. Do you think they'll yeah. do a sequel then eventually maybe that improves on some of its flaws? And Yeah, exactly. You see the, that? The weird thing about this game, like a bit of history on it, is they announced it like, I think like two or three years ago. Mm, um, yeah. And it's kind of been like a running joke that this game will never come out because it was constantly right. just like, it wouldn't, it it didn't. They it was like coming soon. It was never like a, a, an announced date. So like yeah. th- that's what I think feels weird about it. Kind of not feeling finished. Like when it came out, because when it came out, like so like full disclosure, like my company I work for works for AW. Um, we're doing right. like an email, their email marketing or whatever. Um, so we had a meeting coming up, and I was like, I'm gonna get the game. Look, yeah look so like i have something to chat about everyone would be in good spirits and the game didn't work like, i downloaded it and the game didn't work and it was like well it just didn't load or it, like every it was time just broken. every time it would load up a match it would just crash my playstation and i thought it was right. a playstation and then i i went on twitter and it was like a playstation 4 detail like thing and eventually everyone figured out you had to turn your PlayStation offline and then you could play the game. Oh, right, right. Because it, it was like a pre-release copy. No, because it was just... It was like a day one bug. And, uh, oh, fucking like, hell. It, it's weird because like it's taken... It has taken this long to come out, but like... Yeah, it, it's cut... It, I would... Some sort of post documentary or podcast in a couple of years like deep dive on this actual release of the video game would be very interesting because yeah, yeah I'd love a lot that. Of weird stuff from day one well that'd be that'd be episode 150 mate, <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have kenny omega and you on and we'll yeah. talk about the release yeah we'll get him in we'll get him in definitely <laughs> nice well i think because we're running out of time on the squadcast what have you got? You've got your band going on. Yeah, we've got gigs coming up. So, like, just go on our Instagram. Definitely not haunted. Definitely not haunted. Definitely not haunted underscore. Right. And, or follow me at the Dracula James Lagosi on Instagram to find it all there. Awesome. Very nice. Wicked. Well, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Yeah, no it's worries. Been a, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. Yeah, you too. Um, Thanks, Con, for joining, as always. No problem. And uh, we'll see you all in episode 22. Cheerio. Bye.